This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via our participating restaurants, 18 plus reward registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and time supply, see mcdonalds.com. Well, welcome to episode 30 of the Forever Bristol City podcast. We're going to call this uh, episode the Magnificent uh, Seven because uh, it was uh, first attempt, he said, putting his teeth in, first attempt in seven that City have actually won on this day, Saturday, November the 21st, since 1964. The previous seven attempts um, were, uh, well, the previous six prior to today were uh, no wins, four draws, two defeats. But more importantly, that's three in a row, six clean sheets uh, out of the 12 games played, and we find ourselves third in the table with 23 points. Not a bad effort. Joining me in the studio this evening are... Uh, uh, Mark, Ian and Dave and myself, Headhunter, also Dave or David, depending on what you want to call me. Um, I'll come first to uh, our most analytical contributor, uh, Dave Fevs. And as we normally do, quick resume of the game from your part before we delve into the detail. Dave. Yeah, kind of pretty much as I expected. Derby putting men behind the ball when they haven't got it. And, and, and then when they attack not really offering much of a threat in attack. So lots of possession, which has been a theme there this season, but they don't create much. And uh, I thought we were pretty disciplined in our shape off the ball today. And it was a real gutsy performance from us. And I, I think it, it bodes well that we can get three points from games like that. Brilliant. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Ian, your thoughts? Quick resume of uh, the game before we get into the detail. Yeah, let's be, let's be honest. I think... Um, a draw may have been a fair result. Um, I thought I don't mind us being out of possession because there have been a number of games over the years where we've had so much of the ball, we just don't know what to do with it. We haven't got the creativity. So I don't mind that too much. But I thought it, the the balance of the team, I, I mean, it, it sounds really churlish to say it because we've gone 200 minutes uh, without conceding a goal. Um, but I don't like the shape and I, I don't like, I still don't like the midfield, but I do like us having 23 points and uh, being a point off the top after 12 games. 
So, yeah. you know, you, can, you can't have it all is what I'm saying, but we, we need to, I think we'll need to be better than we were today against Watford, but it may be a different game against Watford, a bit more open. So we'll have to see. And, and moreover, we'll have to see who's fit. Yeah. Mark, your thoughts, quick resume of uh, the 90 minutes before we delve into the detail. Um, City again went with a 4 3 3, unchanged team. First half played against a very flat uh, midfield five of Derby. Had trouble finding space. The only player that looked to fret was Antoine Semenyo. Derby bossed the possession all through the game and built up in the second half, but they couldn't hit a barn door of a banjo. And one piece of clinical finishing from a fantastic cross by, by Semenyo did it. Uh, and we saw it out fairly comfortably, aside from one little flat by. Uh, by Dan Bentley in the end when he almost let the ball he tried to let the ball go out and has almost headed back into the area but apart from that considering we're creaking at the knees with, with injuries we've had COVID 23 points after 12 games it's ridiculous we're in third place and we've got it's not bad. players who can come back God knows when some it's of them not come bad. back but that's, that's another question well that's, uh, that's another topic <laughs> later on let's look, at the, let's look at the starting lineup. I mean Sky I think the rumour was that Sky picked up the uh, team feed from last season because <laughs> so said Callas wasn't playing neither was Smith and De Silva was out so uh, Dave, that lineup. Um, yeah, I, I saw some of your uh, stuff on OTIB today. Uh, you said take it with a pinch of salt. You approve, right? No real surprises in the lineup, and the paucity of the squad saw us only able to name uh, eight on the yeah. bench, even though we were allowed uh, nine. But no, no surprises for you, Dave. Um, no, I think we we were all worried when Dean came out yesterday and said that there was one. COVID carry on from two weeks ago and, and a new positive test. And I think all of us were wondering which two that would be. And as it happened, and I'm not still not quite sure on whether Masengo's got COVID or whether he's got chest pains, because there was there was rumours of, of both today. Um, if I, I guess, you know, Backinson missing or or Nagy playing, you know, take a bit of a toss-up. Um, Backinson's playing pretty well. But if you probably said... It's back in sort of Masengo are the two that are going to miss out today. You'd have less worries than if they'd have perhaps said it was Callas or Martin, although Martin didn't have a, a great game. So, yeah, really, really happy to be able to name the same lineup. Yeah, probably like Ian. I've got a few reservations about our, our midfield three, but that's probably one for, a, for another day. And I think the only thing about the perhaps only naming eight subs was down to the fact that they probably didn't want to introduce anyone new into the, into the group of the bubble. Um, in case you know they brought something with them, and that that would have been a bad move. And I, so I think they just said, "We'll stick with what we got. We can only bring five subs on. So why do we need more than eight? No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and I guess you could have given a youngster some uh, a run out, but we already had uh, two on the bench in uh, in Towler and uh, Opie. Uh, Edwards, but uh, Ian, midfield's been a problem all season. It really was down to the bare bones today. Adam Nash, uh, I'm guessing, in the middle of a three, Pato and O'Dowda. Derby had a lot of the play. I think they had 60-plus possession on the first half hour. Were you worried about the weakness in midfield, even though we started with three up front? Yeah, I was worried because we didn't pass the ball well throughout the team. Um, the, The midfield kept giving the ball away. And if you look at our defenders, their distribution overall, is, including Callas, is probably a weakness. Uh, that being said, they're all good defenders. Uh, but if you look at our side, we've got 
five attacking players in that starting lineup. We've got three strikers playing up front, and we've got a left winger and a number 10, or yeah. another left winger if you want, in midfield. And Adam Naj is a, I'd say, he's a busy player. He can intercept, but he's not exactly Jerry Gow in the tackle, is he? So uh, that concerns me. And on occasions when the ball went forward, whereas Martin at the start of the season was holding the ball up well, today he didn't. And he looked to me as though he was absolutely stiff as a post from minute one. So it yeah. might be, you know, get him on the training ground, get somebody working on him to loosen him up. But my own view is I'd start with Fam against Watford and I'd freshen the team up where I could because we've got three games in eight yeah. days and that's happening every eight days until until Christmas. So we, we really do need to utilise what we've got, which, um, as we'll no doubt discuss later, um, with, we'll with the six long-term injuries. Yeah, I know. We, yeah, I know. we've now got. We just need to to freshen up when and where we can. Um, yeah. For example, to, I, I play Tommy Rowe in midfield um, rather than Chris Brunt. Uh, because I think he's gone off since he, he's joined yeah. for some strange reason. Well, let's go. But... Let's go. Let's look forward. Let's look forward to future teams uh, selection against Watford. <clears throat> we'll have you in a moment. Let's bring uh, Mark in with his thoughts. Did you think that that looked far too an attacking side? I know Derby are bottom of the table team, but um, you know they're, they're better players than that one would think. But uh, were you worried when you saw that lineup? With effectively, it was like a four-one-four formation, wasn't it? Yes, uh, to some extent. That's what I thought. Four and five, I should say, Mark. We lost Mark. We've lost Mark. All right, let's go. Let's delve. Let's delve into uh, the action. No, the it's okay. I'm, I'm here. I Sorry, I was on was, mute. Uh, I was on, on mute. Five Sorry. Minutes. Oh, you're on mute. Yeah. Oh. All right, you missed your chance now. Oh, well, all right, very quickly. Go on. <laughs> Did you feel that? We were playing effectively a four-one-five formation. Did you fear for us against Derby? I know they're bottom, but they're a better team than that on paper, aren't they? Yeah, I think we, we were just too lightweight in midfield. Nobody, nobody can tackle like Ian said. We really need Backinson back or, or Joe Williams when it, God knows when that's going to be. Somebody who yeah. can put their foot in and 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 it still and still takes the ball forward. We we just get bypassed. If Blarbury were a bit braver, you know, like you're playing against the Norwich, we would have got beaten. Really, we played the right team. They couldn't hit a barn door or a banjo and we were clinical when it mattered. So job done. That's simple as that. Yeah. The first bit of action, going through the action now, the first bit of action I wrote down, uh, Chaps came on five minutes, a ball in from the left and uh, there was Waghorn, a typically athletic save from uh, from uh, Bentley. But uh, Dave, that was a good save, but Bentley had a few wobbles, didn't he, today, I thought. A couple of times when the ball was played back to him, got himself into trouble on that just before uh, half-time. And then, as uh, somebody said, I think, Mark, earlier, he lost one or he spilled the ball late on in the game. But uh, that was a good save he did, which sort of kept us in the game at that early stage, didn't it? Yeah, it was a good save. It, it probably wasn't, as, wasn't at his highest standards today, was he? I think he's been pretty decent all season so far and there were just as you say there was a there were a couple of things there There was a, a, a ball kicked out and there was one I think we had a corner and the, the ball went all the way back to him and he waited and waited and waited and then, and, then, and then gave it away and you know yeah it, he won 
he wasn't at his best today, but he was still protected pretty well. And he didn't have a lot to do. So, you know, he job, did job enough. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, we got, as Mark said uh, earlier, I think, we got our first uh, shot on uh, 30 minutes. It was uh, the disappointing Chris Martin to Pato and then putting across from the right, Semenyo over with a header. And then straight after that, Semenyo had a shot saved uh, at the near post. They were uh, good attempts, Ian, weren't they? And, uh, you know, we weren't threatening that much, but it, it was looking promising, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I, I, we. To be honest, neither side looked like scoring. Um, you looked at the game and you thought one goal's probably going to win this. And to be fair, it could go either way. I mean, I think Derby made a mistake by playing Rooney too deep. Yeah. Um, if he'd have been a f- forward another, I don't know, ten, fifteen yards uh, in both halves, I think he could have done a lot more damage and and, and played more centrally. Um, he seemed to get deeper and deeper. I mean, that could be tiredness or whatever as the game went on, but he was obviously trying to, you know, get his head up. And when he got his head up, let's be honest, he's still uh, a great passer of the ball. Um, so looking at looking at the team, like I said, I, I I don't I don't like that shape. But Dean Holden could look at me and say, "Well, do you know what? We played two hundred minutes without conceding a goal." So um, I'm, I think I'm going to keep on doing it. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't got, he's got a few options, but he hasn't got that many. Um, with with the squad that we've got, with the players we've got out on loan, even with um, Mariapa uh, coming in, who I, I think is good. Hopefully, if he can stay fit and get match fit, I think he'd be a valuable signing. He's a good he's a good addition. Mark, just before half-time, uh, Derby... Well, one of their better, uh, if uh, short spells in the game, Holmes found uh, space in front of uh, the back four that stood off him a bit, shot wide, and then uh, Knight had a shot blocked after more good work by Holmes. There were a few players sort of looking uh, a bit lively for Derby, even though, as a side, they seemed to tire more than us in the second half, didn't they? Yeah, and they passed the ball crisply. Um, you know, they look they look quite confident. I mean, they, they had a good defensive shape in the first half because it, it just slowed us right down. You know what City are like when they're tentative in possession. The, the, the game just goes flat. What we did today, we didn't we didn't um, try and force the game like we did against Middlesbrough and, and, con- and concede and make any really sloppy mistakes. And what Derby did was they, wor- they kept working right-hand side with Holmes, getting in behind De Silva, I think it was Holmes, and then Whitaker early after he came on, but then he went a little bit quieter later. They just kept working right-hand side and working it. But after we scored, I thought we were we were fairly comfortable. And I think, like I said, I think we, we, we played, we, we, we know, we, it, I'm glad we played Derby County today. And you can see the way that they played and, and, and their final ball, why they've only scored five goals this season. I think hardly any from open play because they just powder puff in, in attack. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. our performance was great at the moment. It's results over performances for City. Absolutely, and we and we've got to until we get players back. That's the way it's going to be, and I'll, I'll take I'll take that all day, even if we have to scrape a win against Watford or a draw. I'll take that out all the time. Definitely. Dave, in the second half, City uh, sort of ramped it up on the hour mark. I mean, Semenyo, uh, he set up Wells uh, 
for a good effort. He then had a shot saved himself. Waghorn then curled one wide for uh, for the visitors. I mean, Semenyo's proving, Dave, isn't he, that if you give players the minutes, the youngsters the minutes, they come into their own, don't they? And he looks an athletic and powerful threat. Yeah, I thought he was a threat all game today. I, I thought the, the the problem was we we couldn't get him in the game enough, and I think that was the same for, for you know for most of us with with the ball today. We just didn't have enough of the ball to be a threat. But I thought when we when we did have it, we we looked like we we could create. I just thought we were lacking a little bit of patience in the final third when we did get there first half, and in second half we played a bit more on the on the counter. But we we looked live. There was a couple of times where I'm thinking Semenyo. I think he he, he cut in onto it from the right-hand side onto his left foot and he hit another shot towards uh, Marshall's near post. And I'm thinking, just take another touch there and then take your shot, get yourself get yourself steady. And it's, but, but yeah, no, it's, I, I think he's really come into his, coming into his own. And I think, you know, at the start of the season, we were all calling Chris Martin the assist king. Well, Semenyo's passed him now. He's got six and Martin's got four. So uh, he he's, has. A, he's a vital vital part of the of the of the squad thing. He's not, he's not going to start every week, but he ain't going to do himself any harm with performances like that. No. No, I totally agree there. I mean the goal when it came on uh, 77 minutes, it was a classic uh, effort. I texted uh, you uh, Dave to see uh, who'd set up Semenyo for the cross. You said Naki Wells, uh, Sky or BBC Sports said uh, Pato, but uh, Ian, that goal was clinical and it was worthy of finishing any game. I thought maybe Dijon was going to whack it over the top, but it was a well-worked goal and a class finish, wasn't it? Yeah, and Fam's all the... He's, he's like most of our players, in fairness. if uh, He's not a great player when he overthinks it. So he had the opportunity. Um, nice touch onto his swinger, if you want to call it that. <laughs> and and it, it was a difficult, it wasn't an easy finish. It was by no, no means a tapping. And he walloped it into the bottom corner. So I had a bit yeah. of fun with Chris on our radio, Bristol, because we were, we were arguing the other week um, that I think where when we can rotate, we should. And he said that he'd, he'd start Martin every week and it found out a touch like a trampoline. So as I as I said to him, well, he banks that into the net, all right, didn't he? So I think you know my my own view against Watford. I I probably start with Fam in Semenyo up front, but in a two, not that wonky three. I think we could we can balance it uh, better, particularly if we can get back in some back. Well, that's another injury or missing uh, in action that we'll come back to in a minute. And just to finish, it really should have been 2-0 because uh, we've got that uh, oops moment from Bentley. It was 91 minutes on the clock, but the ball was uh, quickly uh, cleared upfield. De Silva took it upfield, I should say, released uh, Dijo in the box, who did a nice little sidestep uh, by Rooney. They had a little contretemps prior to that but uh, and then Dijou laid it into the path of uh, Brunt who blasted it into row Z of the uh, south stand I mean Mark Chris Brunt he has been a big disappointment yeah he came on for that I'll call it late substitute appearance what was it 69 minutes but you'd expect more from him generally never mind hitting that one over the top well he I, I don't think he's, he's done anything really since coming on his sub against Stoke or I think he helped to see the game out. He looked quite effective. He's, he just looked like a, a, a bit of a dead weight. He, um, he he doesn't seem to have much energy. You know, his passing's not is not great. His shooting's certainly not great. And 
whether he's he's not he's not properly fit or he's carrying anything, I don't know. But he's not the the sort of player that we you know we were we were hoping for. You know, we could we could be effective in midfield and. Really, you've got to hope that Backinson's going to come back soon. Yeah. If, if, if that's if, if that's what he's going to be like, because he he just looks like he's treading water a lot, really. So yeah. I hope he can improve because uh, it's going to be tough against Watford, and they play a three-five-two, so we may have to match up against them. Yeah, I mean, Dave, you've just uh, texted me and said you thought Brunt was okay today. I mean, he, he had what was it, twenty minutes? Um, yeah. You know, do you, I mean, he to me. He's ending up a little bit like uh, Gary O'Neill. You know, you think, oh, great, you know, experienced championship player. That's really going to make a difference. Um, but, you know, OK, you said he was OK, but he has been disappointing, hasn't he? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think Mark was right. Came on against Stoke at the end and saw the game out. And most of us probably sat here and thought, yeah, that's going to be his kind of role. And then he's been pretty disappointed in, in, in most other games. And, you know, today... Thought he just came on and, and, and did okay. You know, I, I don't think he did anything particularly wrong. Don't think he did a lot right. You know, never crap free kick, but you know, yeah. And that's what he's renowned for. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a performance to criticise him for. I think it was just no. came on and did a job. Yeah, kept, kept okay. our shape, allowed us, allowed us to to switch to a a different formation. And sometimes, yeah. you know, what what do you do then? Do you if you want to switch to that formation, do you bring in? St- move someone who's perhaps not right for it and it, and it worked and I think we we just have to sometimes say you know probably Holden's got it right and he's just doing things there that we're perhaps, perhaps not aware of even if it even if it's just on the pitch and communicating it's a big part of the game and uh, maybe that's what he's bringing out there he hasn't been certainly hasn't been stellar with the ball at his feet though no, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm. I can be critical. I know that, but uh, there we go. Let's go on to uh, markings. Yeah, markings out of ten. I've not given a man of the match today because I think there wasn't one uber outstanding performance, but I think there were three really class performances. Uh, I'll tell you what my my marks were today. I gave Bentley in goal a six. Yeah, the back four. I gave Hunt, Callas, and De Silva sevens. I gave Viner eight. In the middle of the park, I gave Patterson six. I gave a doubt a four. I know some people might give him a five or six, but I just don't see it. was three or four times you hear O'Dowder nearly, or all oh, that move broke down with O'Dowder. But in the middle, I gave Naj an eight. And then up front, Semenyo eight for his energy, a disappointing five for uh, Chris Martin. And then uh, Naki Wells, you know, a, a, an average six. I think you felt, Dave, that he was... Um, he was okay, like you've said about Brum. But anybody challenge any those markings that I've I've given? Think I've been harsh? Or what did you? What's your outstanding? What did you give for Semenyo? I'd agree with all of them. I couldn't hear what you said for Semenyo. I gave Semenyo. I gave Semenyo an eight. So I gave, if you like, the spine and the side, and that's what you're looking for: Viner, Naj, and Semenyo. I've got three eights in there, so I don't think anybody was worth a nine. But uh, Ian, any any thoughts on that? Was there a man of the match for you, or? You know, three if really I, good I would, performances in there. Well, I, I think there were three performances that were good. I totally disagree with Naj with with an eight. I don't know what he did to get an eight. I, I gave him a six. Mm. Um, I, I think uh, it's probably one of Jay De Silva's better games. Um, I mark our defence down slightly on their passing. Because I think they can they can all pass the ball a lot better than that, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I would get, I'd give Semenu an eight because he looked the strongest and busiest forward we have. And I totally agree on uh, Chris Martin. Didn't have a great game. And Naki Wells is a six. But he's, he's one of those players. He can be a six and all of a sudden go up to an eight because he'll get two goals in 10 minutes and win you a game. So, you know, but he's another one that we can afford to start on the bench and you know, give him a little bit of a rest. With Have a bit of rotation, with, yeah. With these with these games every three days, I don't know how you can avoid doing that because otherwise, you you know, come Christmas, uh, everybody's going to be burnt out unless the football authorities come to their senses, and I'm talking about all of them, internationals. Uh, I couldn't believe there were friendly games in midweek on top of two competition games. I thought that was the most stupid thing I'd ever seen in my life. Um, the uh, the Premier League don't give a monkeys about the EFL, even though they say they do. They definitely don't. Otherwise, the financial situation has been sorted. And there's just way too many games. And if you're going to keep doing this, and I know this season's a bit of a one-off, and I'm glad they've moved it back to five subs. But clubs are going to need massive squads to to get through this number of games because there's no other way around it. You know, I mean, all right, some of the younger lads might be able to play um, three times in eight days, but we're just going to completely wear them down. And, and if you want to call it football of the product, and I hate it when people do that, but let's call it that, the product's just going to get watered yeah. down to the point where people just go, you know, I'm not even going to watch it because they're all they're all knackered. Yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's go back. Let's go back to the markings because Dave hasn't had his say uh, <laughs> on that. Yeah, <laughs> big mark has either. That was, that was heading towards a Chinese restaurant in uh, Cleve type uh, digression. It, it was a it? bit, wasn't it? Um, do you, <laughs> what, it was definitely Cleve, was it? We definitely we certain that it was Cleve. It was definitely the Chinese in Cleve, going back to last week's uh, uh, cook, eat, repeat episode, or this week's even. Um, Dave, the markings, yeah. uh, do you think I've been a bit, a bit no, harsh I, on I, there? Or, I, uh... I, didn't have, I didn't deviate much away from you. I, I had exactly the same for the, the keeper and the back four as, as you did. Um, Naj, I had a, a seven. I thought he got through a yeah. ton, of, ton of work out there today. Yeah. And I think, you know, bearing in mind he's played best part of 270 minutes over the over the international break. He was the one still with plenty of legs at the end. I think perhaps Vyman lent him his Duracell back. Yeah, he was. So that was the very kind. He was moving I around. Thought I, I thought O'Dowder was my, my brunt today in terms of he, he was okay. He, I'd probably give him a six. Semenyo an eight along with Viner, but shaded it for a man of the match. I think he you know, obviously had a massive impact on the game. Martin was five. And I, and I thought Wells had a decent game today. I, I think it was his little yeah. reverse ball today. I thought he joined up joined up pretty well. And I think there were occasions today where you're probably thinking, I wish it was Wells on the end of a couple of those chances rather than Semenyo. There was a, and perhaps there was one where Semenyo headed, glance headed it wide in the second half when you're thinking, that's right. Let, let the ball let the ball go on there to, to Wells, who was probably in a better position, or certainly was from the, the angle I was looking at it. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I think, you know, there was no one crap out there today. There were some couple of really good performances, and there was you know your sixes and sevens in between. I think that kind of sums up the day. I think. No, uh, I think it's good. Now, in- interestingly, we were all sort of going, "Oh my god!" But that's two wins in succession we've had with him. Uh, Ian Keith Stroud, not our favourite referee, but he he was inconspicuous today, wasn't he? Like referees seem to have been in every game we featured in this season. Your your thoughts on Mister Stroud? I thought he was excellent. Um... 
and I never thought I'd say that, but uh, <laughs> I, I thought he was absolutely excellent. Uh, I mean, he could have, if it was the old Keith Stroud, um, he'd have given a penalty at the end when um, that was that clumsy challenge by Callas. I don't think it was a penalty, but like somebody texts me, I've seen him give them. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's, he, I'm not, I think he's improved a lot as a referee because I, it's whether someone sat him down and spoken to him or an assessor's out of word, but he doesn't seem to appear to want it to be all about him. He lets the game flow where he can. I mean, there were only 18 um, free kicks today altogether. Now, a lot of the time, you know, you get you get a poor ref and that number would be in, in the low 30s. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought he was excellent. Yeah. Um, Mark, um, Wayne Rooney, I mean, he's, he's, his legs have gone, maybe. He didn't have any, he, he didn't sparkle at all. Uh, him and Liam Rosinha sort of set the side up today, I guess, with help from uh, Shay Given. Um, it, it, you know, there's a lot of work to be done by somebody coming in there, isn't there? And do you, do you think Rooney's got a chance of getting the job or do you think with this takeover, they'll go for a bigger name? Well, I think they'd have the money for it. The thing is, Rooney, has he, has he got the qualifications? Um, we're, we're, we, weren't, we weren't absolutely sure about that. So I think, he, no. you know, could he be called a, a coach in, in name only uh, because he, he's, he's, he's not fully, fully qualified? But they, they do, you know, they definitely lack goals. They're not very brave in the box. Some of their approach play was was quite nice, but um, they didn't. They just didn't break break the lines, uh, you know, like 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 you'd, you know you'd expect a derby side to do. And you know, it's just I think for most teams it's very surprising to find them down the bottom of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, they they defended well in the first half, made it made it very difficult for us to play. But apart from that, I mean, they just didn't really. They offered nothing in attack. They had lots of shots on goal. They had bags more possession, but I think you'd be coming away from today and thinking, you know, we really wasted an opportunity to get a point. How did we not get at least a point at that game? Uh, yeah. You know, with, with the touches we had in the opposition box and we're not putting it in the back of the net. That's what you're there to do. I think they should go for an experience. I mean, they they, they change managers like, like uh, you know, players more, more change frequently their shorts. You change because, your socks probably, but uh, I mean, there it's we just, go. Yeah. it's just, yeah, just ridiculous. They just seem to throw. It's like throwing money at a wall, wasn't it, with Mel Morris and the sixty million takeover? According to a Derby fan that my sister spoke to last week, is almost, it's almost uh, completed. Do you think they get somebody, somebody better known in? Uh, they're, they're they're quite a glamour club for this division. I've been in the Premier League since I think two thousand and eight. They're not where they're supposed to be, Derby. Uh, and, no. uh, you know, I, I can't see him sticking with the status quo now. Well, I think... If so, I mean, next up to... is uh, Watford. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think on the subject of Derby and their shooting, I mean, they had two shots on Sorry, target in on. 90... I think they had two shots on target in 95 minutes. So they had 13 yeah. shots. Yeah two of which yeah. was on target. So that the quality of that is dreadful. Mm. You know, we were, we were marginally better. We had three out of three shots on target out of 11. So, um, you know, the quality, the quality wasn't there. Yeah. Just on that, Ian, as well, there were, there were a couple of bits in the second half where oh. they got the, got the ball into good positions and, and they were guilty of just flashing a ball across the box. 
without actually looking for anyone. And whether that's yeah. because they're not getting the runs up there, but there were two balls that went across our box thinking they, they're the, the kind of crosses that get the crowd on their feet, but actually it's a bit of a wasted ball because actually no one's ever going to get on the end of it. And that kind of summed them up for me. Yeah, I agree. That's what, that's what's annoying for you know for yeah, managers fact, because fact, when fact, they see those, you want anyway you want the forward on, on the end of them. No, you do. Moving on, then it's uh, <laughs> Watford uh, on Wednesday night. It's a seven forty-five. Dave breaking up a bit. Seem to be on satellite delay, Dave. So that cloud's just moved in front of the, the, the dish, I think. That's what it is. Dave, are you there? Obviously it's, not. It's a sticky uh, toffee pudding in, in the dish, wasn't it, on, on Wednesday night? I think I, I think he's still chewing through it, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, so, so, so Dave, on Wednesday night, what would your team selection be? Oh, it's a really difficult one to call, Ian, isn't it? It's... We just don't know how players are going to react from that. I think going back to your your point about Chris Martin, and, and I probably would start Fam on on Wednesday, but I think Chris Martin probably is one of the players who's he's probably seized up a bit over the fortnight, and it and it kind of showed today. And so he'll he'll benefit from a couple of days in training. He might also benefit from let's say not not starting and then maybe coming back into the side following Saturday. I think it's Reading rather than QPR next Saturday, isn't it? I think it's a lunchtime kickoff. Yeah, really I think sure. it's on Sky, on Sky, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. So it is. I, 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 I think you'll keep the back four will probably be the same. I don't think we'll change that much. I don't think you'll be looking to bring Mariapa in. I don't think you know. I don't think you'll bring more. In. Whether he decides to go to a back five to accommodate the way they play, but they only really play one up front, so that'll be a bit of a waste, I think, to to do that. Um, so I don't know. I think we might need a little freshen up in in, in midfield. Hopefully, Masen goes back if just to offer you know another player on on the bench. Um, but yeah, I think we you know we. I I don't fear what 11 he puts out because I think all of the 11 are, are, are decent enough and I think we've, we've probably only got like 14 or 15 that can make the 11 so I'm pretty confident whatever we start with is going to be all right um, but yeah I can't I can't call out at the moment Ian what, what he's going to play it'll be eight or nine of the players that started today I guess sorry it's a bit of a ramble Mark I think um I wonder if he. I wonder if his thinking is he, he, he might want to match Watford, although you know with three with three central defenders and just try and feel our way into the game. I mean they stuttered a little bit of late. Uh, they seem to have you know a patch. They they haven't lost for. Uh, uh, I don't think they've lost for a long time, but uh, they seem to have drawn a lot of games uh, of late, and they have let they have let some in as well. So. Yeah, I think it'd be nice if we need it. We need a tackler alongside Adam Nadge. Adam Nadge is an intelligent player, and I think he really benefit from somebody like uh, Backinson alongside him. But I can't see Backinson being back for Wednesday, so you've got to stick somebody like Tommy Rowe in who can stick his foot in in central midfield. If you're going to have a midfield three, and then either Patterson or Dowder, I think you know it's, it's a toss up between those two and play play with wing backs and have a. A solid fam up front with uh, with Semenyo, and I think we got a chance. I think a, a draws, uh, a, a, we, we can get at least a draw. I don't, I don't really fear Watford at all. 
Um, but um, yeah, I think we've got to be we've got to be more solid than we are today because you, you, you think if we give them that amount of possession, they, they will create chances. And score yeah, I mean, I think them. I think Watford had a um, QPR got a late equaliser, but but reading the match report, uh, they looked uh, to uh, QPR looked to be the best side, um, and uh, I think. I was surprised actually looking at that because at the start of the season and probably still now, I'd have backed Watford to be, I know they've sold a lot of players. Their, their problem, um, I, I thought they'd, they'd be one of the ones at the top. In actual fact, I, I still do. So but I'd be looking to play two, two more solid midfield players and we could even go with... O'Dowd and Pato wide, but I, I, my two up front would be Semenyo and Gigi if we start with a back four. Uh, Dave? Sorry, yeah, we just, uh, we Dave, just broke, broke up Dave, a bit then. I've just had a musical I think it'd be interesting to see what we, what we do on, on, uh, on Wednesday. Watford, I say, they're, they're quite an attritional side. They're not massively sparkling they just grind you down they you know they're hard at the back they they're pretty tough in the middle of the park and i saying they've got they've got a bit of talent in uh ishmael sar and um ken seema wide and it depends on who they play up front they've got a young lad called Juan pedro who is a real talent at 18 but he's, he's i think he's finding the demands of championship football quite difficult so Are we still there? Yeah, yeah. I've just had David on the phone. He's had a bit of a power cut, so he's hoping he'll uh, be back in. <laughs> he'll be back in the studio soon. I think he got. I think a, 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 a sticky topic pudding got stuck in a junction box, and it, it's blown. It's blown out all the fuses. That's what it probably is. <laughs> so where we're where we're. It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you still the last nugget snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and time supply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.